Happy Valentine's Day from the HLP crew. Lyra wanted me to let you all know her love for you is as deep as the ocean. Before you enjoy episode 27, we have a few announcements. The Zone of Truth will release its first episode on the 18th, so look out for that on Monday. Don't forget, our giveaway ends on the 21st, so get your entries in. Each social media interaction is its own entry, and an iTunes review is worth two. Sorry, Emily, I I actually got to step in here for a moment. Don't mean to interrupt your intro, but I wanted to announce a second special giveaway for those of you that reviewed us on iTunes. We've seen a lot of support in the past couple weeks on iTunes, and we are coming close to that 50 review number. So I'm putting it out there now that if we reach 50 reviews by the time the giveaway is over, I will take the pool of active five-star reviews, shuffle them up, and pick one of you to be immortalized in one of our evil interludes by helping me create the big bad for the next one. So get your iTunes reviews in. I'm really excited to mash up with one of you and make that happen. Without further ado, say hi to our newest episode, Bob Vance, Vance Decapitation. Like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 27. This episode... Brought to you by Team No Slurp. But Steve, I still want to know, what are you drinking? Well, Griffin, tonight I'm going to be drinking a Buzz Light beer. That's a craft beer. It's a golden honey ale brewed by the fine folks in Imperial Oak Brewing, all the way from Willow Springs. Yeah, it's Willow Springs, uh, Illinois. Willow Springs, my, Illinois. My folks were in town a couple weeks ago. They brought it to me, and it's really tasty. Nice. Brooks, what are you drinking? Here's a tasty beer. This is Milk. Mouth. A cream stout uh, from Columbus Brewing. Nice. Yes. Pretty very good. good. Very good. Awesome. Haley, how about you? Did Horace give that to you? Oh. Uh, I think he goes for the pure, the pure 2% Mm-mm. stuff. Almost as good as milk. Okay. Clever. <laughs> milk. <laughs> Almost as good as milk. What are you having, Haley? I am drinking Capriccio uh, Sangria. Capriccio Sangria. What about you, Emily? I'm treating myself to some Riesling tonight. Oh, nice. Got some wine going on. As for me, I'm having a rum and Dr. Pepper, and it's pretty good. This so, up, wait, this up would come out on, like, what, Valentine's Day, right? It would. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day, listeners. Ooh, love is in the air. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you write me a card, Eclipse? Come on, read it. No, I'm not answering this. I don't, I'm not. My eyesight is not what it used to be. Please read it. I don't have my readers. I I regret everything. I never, I never should have brought this up. Happy Valentine's Day. I was just going to say, well, like the girls are having wine and I had chocolate beforehand. It's a Valentine's Day episode, but like, no, now we got weird. It's not weird. It's love. Wow. (laughs) Profound little early in the relationship to put the label on it but man's ambitious <laughs> he's I, ambitious i was gonna say he just he knows what he wants and he goes after and gets it yeah man of conviction and true vigor vigor <laughs> so guys fuck last episode was pretty goddamn tense was it not we ended a combat with the lopper ikmer inches from death Matumbe went down, almost died. Well, it wasn't even, it was one round from death. You guys killed the Lopper in the round that Igmer would die. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Damn. Damn. Curses. I'll have to pull out more big bads for you guys to die to. Well, there's four more. (laughs) Four more bad guys in the prison. We're doing great. We're doing great. One out of four. Figure you guys will, at this point, you'll just lose a character per. (laughs) 
yeah, I mean, the math checks out. You had to get one down, and then and then you could lose one party member per, and still, uh, you know, end the haunted prison thing without. Uh, well, you guys will all be dead, but well, that would be go on. totally weird for one person coming out of this prison, and then four other new people or three other new people going in <laughs> and coming out. <laughs> Who, who says you get a new character, Brooks? If Victor <laughs> had died there, you were just going to be off the show. Just off the... Oh, all right. <laughs> this is a whole new stakes. Remember, if your character dies, you have to kill yourself in real life, too. Oh, jeez. I wasn't aware of that rule. Oh, but, boy. I mean, do we have, to, rules do, we have rules. do we have to die the same way? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, ghost axe. <laughs> ghost yeah. axe. Well, in a haunted you. person. Yep. There's a couple of those around here, I think. There's one right next yeah. to my work, yeah. Oh, cool. I walk. I walked by it the other day. We should do that for Halloween. We should go to Haunted Prison. Yeah, that's, uh, put that on the bucket list. Yeah, for sure. We'll get that going. I like it. Record it for a Zone of Truth episode. Ooh, I like that. Oh, yeah, by the way, top of the episode, this is the first episode after we have formally announced uh, Zone of Truth, and we are getting, well, we're currently getting very excited to release that. Yeah. By the time this is out, it'll only be a couple short days before it's out. Yeah, people are stoked. People are stoked. And I'm stoked. Got a lot of good questions so far. I'm pretty... Uh, it, just, no, we would have recorded the episode by now. I would say there's still time to get questions in for the episode, but I'm all confused. <laughs> <laughs> this is very complicated. Uh-oh, recording two podcasts has got me all screwed up. Fucking disaster. Um, also, there's a week left to uh, get in the contest. Yeah, we're, we're giving shit away. Yeah, we're giving shit away. For we got free. We'll for even free. pay the shipping. Uh, that's uh, that's one step too far. <laughs> you got to pay your own goddamn shipping. No, of so, course we'll so pay the, the shipping. So the winners need to Venmo us, and then we're gonna send them something it's that they really might not weird. have bought themselves. The shipping rate was like the same as the cost of the regular items plus shipping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, UPS was really dicking oh, me around boy. when I tried to send these to you. But yes, we will definitely pay the shipping. We're excited to uh, to get some winners announced next week. Watch some listener in like New Zealand wins. Yeah, that'll be really fucking brutal. But yeah, we'll we'll deal with it. We'll deal with the punches. So I want to start this episode off with a vision. We open on this scene. Eclipse sees a man, and she. She kind of struggles around. He's, he's got her by the scruff of the neck. And she realizes that she's bound. She can't move her arms. They're, they're bound together behind her. All right. Well, in you go then. She looks forward and she sees a pit. And she's shoved into it. The pit is black. She can't see the bottom. But she feels the weightlessness as she falls down and down and her feet hit the ground first. With a sickening snap, she feels both of her shins shatter. Nearly passing out from the pain, she languishes at the bottom of this pit. And it's weird for Eclipse because everything is dark, and she can't see. Days go by, or so she thinks, until one day, as if brought By a breeze, this flask descends the pit and doesn't shatter. And on it is a note. Squinting in the darkness, she can barely make out a note from her friend, the Splatter Man. Drink this and bring hell to the guards that keep us here. She takes a sip and ascends. And upon reaching the top of this pit, she sees the man that threw her in. And for a moment, instead of darkness, she sees red. She sneaks to the edge of the pit, floating there, while a tray with food is delivered. And through the bars, she's able to grab the man and pull him down. With a swift, deft motion, she pulls his sword from his side and decapitates the man, blood pouring all over her. 
She then takes the keys and opens the latch. The next thing she sees is fire. Fire and chaos. Fire blocking all exits. She races back to the hole that she once called home and dives back in. But this time she came prepared with a rope. This time she knew if she could wait out what's happening outside, she could emerge again. The smoke didn't seem to reach the bottom. And so, as the fire burned out, she climbed once more, nearly to the top, until the rope, badly damaged by the fire around, snapped. And so did her legs once again. Familiar feeling of being stuck in the dark. This time hungry. This time thirsty. She sat. And she imagined getting vengeance on the guard that put her here once more. And then Eclipse hears... (laughs) You don't have to call me the Lopper anymore. We're friends now. You can call me Vance. Does she respond? Uh, hi. Hi, Vance. You can probably go now. (laughs) But I don't want to leave. You see, we're going to get even closer. We're friends now, compadre. You and me, and me and you. I know you. And you're going to get to know me. Call me Vance. I think we'll get along better that way. Okay, friend. How are you helping me? (laughs) We'll find out, won't we? And then we fade back to the scene. Eclipse in the corner of the room. Ikmer laying on the ground, just having come out of his near-death unconsciousness. Lyra cradling his head, Matumbe making sure that his bandages are still tight, making sure that the blood has stopped flowing. I need everybody that is not Eclipse to make a perception check. Episode title, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. That's all I could think about. <laughs> it was like not a moment to yes. laugh. Hey, uh, GM, am I corrupted now? I don't know. Oh, okay, because, like, I can add that I'm possessed because it feels like probably I am to my sheet. There's a lot of manifestations, though, so, I mean, just think about that because there are actual benefits that my friend Vance could be giving me. Yep. Or terrible negatives. So what did... What benefits? <laughs> what did everybody roll? Um, I got a nine on the die. That brings me up to a 13 off that perception. 18. 18. One. Oh, boy. Ikmer yeah. is still nearly comatose although he's alive and stable and you you saw his eyes flutter he's he's conscious and maybe like whispering he's he's too far gone to to hear any of this matumbe paying too close attention to keeping ikmer's wounds sealed but lyra it almost Sounds like Eclipse is having a conversation. And and you look over, you know, as you're kind of cradling Ikmer's head, you look over and and it's the weirdest thing. You swear it's not like she's talking to herself. You hear her voice change when she responds. And that's what you hear. That's not a good sign. And now I want to know what you guys are doing. Because you've been through hell. What's going on in your characters' heads? What are your characters saying to each other at this point? And what is your reaction to whatever the hell's going on with Eclipse? Well, we established that like Matumbe is right over Ikmer, making sure that the bandages are tight and and then he's going to pull through and he's going to speak to Ikmer and say, my boy, are, are you going to pull through? Are you okay? Uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah. It was a weird feeling before. Everything just kind of went black and fuzzy. But I could have sworn I called out to you guys. And next thing I knew, you guys were were here. And, you know, I, I, I thought I could see you. Even, even though I'm pretty sure... The, all the lights were out in here and my my vision wasn't so good. We heard you, Ikma. We came as soon as we could. We had to dispatch with the Lopper. You know, to be honest, I, I think that, you know, I'm real, well, I guess I'm just really thankful. You guys didn't have to come back for me, but, but you did. Ikma, I watched my own daughter bleed out on the ground in front of me. I would not want to lose you the way I lost her. So, uh, does that mean that you see me like a daughter? (laughs) Well, the analogy isn't perfect. (laughs) I see you as someone very close to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a couple of steps, but I still really appreciate it. And Egmer's on his back, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming still. Matumbe kind of gives him the the bro handshake half hug, where they, like, do the do the handshake where your thumbs interlock, and he brings him in with one arm, oh, and he holds him there just, like, a little too long. So, <laughs> super I, I thought super we loud. almost lost you. <laughs> Super loud clap, clap, flexing our muscles all the way through, mm-hmm. glistening, oiled up. Yeah, that's it exactly. <laughs> There's a metallic clanging when our rock hard abs hit each other. Oh, wait, that's just, just our armor. <laughs> Lear would also be pretty focused on Ikmer's condition. Uh, she was pretty worried that, that he was lost, so she would just say, I, I'm glad you found your way back to us, Ikmer. I was so worried you had drifted too far. You know, it's okay to help yourself when you're in deep water. If you pour out too much of yourself for others, there'll be nothing left of you. You have to refill your own spring when the tide is right. Oh, that's really sweet, Lyra. But I, I guess I can kind of see what you're saying. I have to stay alive for for the pack. Yeah. Yeah, the pack. So Matumbe picks up Ikmer's sword and puts it back in his hand. Do you feel well enough to stand, boy? I I think I can do it. Well then let's get you on your feet. Very well. It feels good to be able to stand again. You guys are so helpful and all. And at this point, Eclipse is kind of out of whatever state you might have noticed that she's in. What's happening, Haley? Obviously, Eclipse is going to be a little shaken up about like everything that's happened, but especially after that vision. So with that, as she walks back towards her friends... She's just going to say, everything's going to be okay. Everything's okay. It's all okay. Go get yourself healed. It's time to go. And as she's, like, walking, she's just giving herself, like, a little bit of a, it's okay. It's all okay. And, uh, because I, I still need to be healed. I, I'm at 8 out of 38, you know, so I need to get back with the party that actually has, like, the healing. But I need to calm myself down. So what are the rest of you doing as she approaches, especially Lyra and Igmer? Because last episode... Ikmer, like, you know, with that, I just had a near-death experience sight, looked over at Eclipse and saw the Lopper. Lyra, you you saw, or you heard this conversation happening, and you, you could hear that part of it wasn't Eclipse, or didn't sound like it was. After making sure that Ikmer was standing up and no longer dying... Lyra would turn to Matumbe after uh, that vision of Eclipse kind of going a little bit insane. She would say, 
There's a very real chance that I will perish in this accursed prison. If my life drains away, leave my body to be swallowed up by the rising waters. It's as good a place as any. Just make sure my spirit isn't trapped here forever. Eclipse can soak up as many spirits as she likes, but I will not become one of her servants. Do not let her trap me for eternity. There's something with her. The lopper is not gone. And she'll kind of say that in a hushed tone. Can I roll a fucking perception? <laughs> I just wanted to keep all of my friends forever. I don't know. You're kind of mumbling to yourself. That is true. I'm probably distracted. And it wasn't uh, like, I think you need to get rid of all your spirits. Lyra just doesn't want to become one of them. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Lyra, I appreciate you entrusting me with this information. And though I trust you all very, very much, if Eclipse tries to take you, I will not let that happen. Your spirit will be free, no matter if you go below the earth or are swallowed up by the waves. If it is your wish for a burial at sea, that will be my command. But I've seen too many people lose parts of themselves not physical but spiritual or mental when you lose a part of yourself like that something else takes its place I fear that maybe we should keep an eye on Eclipse if what you say is true thank you I I think she's still on her side I just worry that the spirit might manifest itself in other ways. Do we tell Ikma? Well, I mean, I'm standing right here. The adults are talking. (laughs) (laughs) Based on my detective work, you were talking about Eclipse. And Eclipse hears this now. Yeah, guys, hi. I'm I'm here. Uh, Were you talking about me? Is that what you said? Yes. How are you doing on health? Uh, not so good. I could actually uh, probably use some help here. I found a wand. Oh yeah, you found it? Yep. Fascinating. Yep. Definitely didn't come for me, huh? Nope. Found a wand. <laughs> <laughs> How fortuitous. So are you healing then? Yeah, I would assume we just heal. I think there's going to be some vigorous wanding going on here. Well, not that vigorous, because you guys hardly have any charges on that thing left. Yeah, I, I don't know. How many do we have left on the sheet, Haley? I have 11 out of 25, but that's before we assumed healed. Yeah. Yeah, so call it nine. He was at negative six. I assume two average rolls would have gotten him there. I meant we had used 11, so. Okay, I thought you guys have used, like, burned through, like, in the high teens at this point. No, I used a lot of fleshmen, some potions, all that jazz true yeah you guys did use all your potions so that makes sense but I'll add two more for the Ikmer assumption I guess yep okay yeah I'm at two hit points total so I would I would appreciate some as well so how about everybody roll as many as they think they need we all count that up and then y'all roll it and see how many you healed so that it's not just Haley d8 plus one yes alright I'm gonna go two I have rolled three twos in a row. Nice. All right. I, I I got 11 points off of two charges, so I'm at 13. Yeah, it's really like, are you going for full or are you going for enough to try and get out of here? I just used one charge. I'm up to 17 now. And how many did you use, Matuba? Two. Two. Yeah, I was trying to see how much, like, where what would get me, so... But honestly, if we have a few to spare, I'd love two more. I was yeah, just going to use two. I had to use four to get up to 22 health. Nice. Which would be almost, well, a little bit over halfway. So I was going to use two, so I get up to 18. That's not half. I just, I'm thinking we're leaving? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so what's the game plan at this point? I mean, you guys are healing up. Can we search the room that we're in? Yeah. Haley, make me a intelligence check. 
or mm, perception. I'm switching back and forth on what I want to roll. A uh, natural twenty. Yeah, you you see this grate that's kind of like been flipped up on this pit, and you recognize it from your vision. And you walk towards the pit, and you look down, and you see this skeleton at the bottom. Lyra, push her in. It's our chance. Kind of mangled-looking legs. And you see a couple other items down there. And then you see a skull. A second skull. Looks like it's... There's no body for it down there. Ah, was that the guy that we fought earlier? Oh, yeah, probably. Nice. How deep is this pit? Like, can I get lower down in there? The pit is 30 feet deep. Oh, Jesus, fuck. You see a rope, but because you have dark vision, you can see that the rope ends 10 feet down. Is anything down there magical? Are you detecting magic? Yes. Yes. How many auras? Let me see how many auras. There's six auras. Oh, boy. So, alignment detection time. All four of them. You don't detect anything. All right, that's good news. That's great news, actually. You see that there are more than six items down there, but you're detecting six auras. I assume you kind of focus, but you're a human, so you can only see the auras, really, because it's dark down there. Okay, that's And nobody's thrown like a... It's actually dark everywhere, but nobody's thrown like a sunrod down, so you can't see down. You can just kind of see in the room. Uh, hey, Ick, do you want to come with me down to the pit and grab some of these uh, magical items? I don't think I'll be able to reach by myself up to the rope. Uh, Of course, I'd be more than happy to help you. How do you propose that we got out? We get out again? I mean, is there? We I can't see any other way to like bring the cage up to us. It's a pit. Yeah, the cage. It's like it's like a pit that had a co- was covered with like a cage, and the cage door is open. Sorry, I didn't describe that perfectly. So, um, I guess Ick, uh, if both of us go down and there's only 10 feet from the ground maybe you can raise me up and then hang on my legs while I pull us up some serious strength checks this would be some serious climb yeah, checks yeah no kidding I don't know I don't know what else to do like I want to get that that stuff but I can't I like don't, I, my character physically will not be able to reach it and we so none of you will it's 20 feet down from the end of the rope you said 10 yeah, you said 10 no I said no, there's 10 the feet of rope is- Oh, oh. I had it. I had it backwards. And you could try and climb down. I had it the side totally of the, backwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, like, okay, well, somebody's taking two d six of fall damage either way. Matumbe is going to take a step back away from the uh, the edge of the pit because it's canon that he's afraid of heights. <laughs> what would a climb check look like down the side? Uh, make a perception or survival. Ick, you want to just survive? No. Um, I got a, I got an eight on the die, so that will be a fourteen. It looks pretty smooth. You're not sure if you'd be able to make it down, but I mean, you you feel like you know it, it's definitely possible. Would you describe it as an uneven surface with narrow handholds and footholds, such as a typical wall in a dungeon? Would you make me a perception check? Uh, sixteen. 16? Yep. Uh, you would think that this was probably made smooth so that whatever's down there can't mm. come back up. It's going to be very difficult. Hey, um, Ick, how good are you at uh, catching things? I, I think I'm pretty good. I tend to catch a lot of things with my face, but <laughs> that's okay, too. I, just, I think you might be one of the more athletic ones. Um, so I think I might be able to pull some of this stuff up with um, my mind. Can you catch it? 
uh, yeah, I think I could do that. What's your weight limit on that? Up to five pounds. You're going to be able to get a couple things, but not everything. And hardly any of the magic items. Well, goddamn. I mean, you can get some. You can see down. But you don't know where the R's are. Did no one else get rope? Was it just me who brought rope to this adventure? Uh, I didn't bring rope. (laughs) No rope here. Now, you do see Eclipse. You see that there's rope at the bottom... So if somebody would, you know, were to like drop down, the rest of the rope looks like it's down there. Oh, I also have rope. Oh, okay. Oh, you serious? Oh, that yeah, would be real nice. I'm, I'm figuring out here a lab. Sorry, it took me like three clicks to actually get there. That's not good. So you have one of the adventuring kits. So you probably yes. have like 50 feet of rope. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's 10 pounds that I've been lugging around. Okay. <laughs> You can actually probably tie that to the um, to the grate as long as somebody puts weight on it. It's a good like you could loop around it and it's secure. So I'm 300 pounds. I'll, I'll hold the grate or sit on it or something. sit on the grate. Yeah, we, we both could. I'm happy to go down <laughs> there because I'm like you know 33 pounds, so okay, shouldn't be super heavy. So. It's, I mean, it's it's a climb braced against a wall, so that's, I think, still like a DC-5. Lear will cast Guidance on you before you go down. Well, just imagine, I mean, do you have a negative score? I have a three. If you have a three, let's just say you, I mean, you make it down. We don't have to make the checks. Because you can't it, fail it. Right. Yeah. The, the, worst thing you can, the worst thing you can do in the is climb just rules, not move. Right, it's yeah. just not move. So you oh, make okay. it down, you look around... You see, as you're kind of digging through stuff, I mean, you see this body. Are you, like, touching any of the stuff down here? Yep. Touching it all. So, what else do I do? I touch every object and I'm going to get cursed by everything. <laughs> you just feel this wave of, like, sadness when you touch the body. And, and then it, it passes... And you actually find a, a bunch of items. Like what, Griffin? So you find it looks like whatever. Well, you know this is the lopper at the bottom here. You do. You know that it looks like he stocked up during this prison riot and then got trapped down here and so jumped down here to basically see if he could wait it out. He's carrying a heavy mace, this odd stone. He's got a crossbow slung across his back. He's actually got a long sword at his hip. There's a couple vials. And the armor he's wearing. Okay, guys, so um, there's quite a bit of stuff down here. So I'm going to make a couple trips, and while I'm down there, can Lyra start checking it out, and I'll just keep making trips back and forth. If you um, if you cast light on something and, like, throw it down, Lyra could point out. I'm just going to bring it all up. Oh, okay. That works, too. Okay. Cool. I, like, can't fail. I can't really fail the climb. There's no point in not. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we'll say you just ferry it up, and then you guys can do a... You know, combination of spellcraft or uh, object reading, if you... Yeah, yo, on that last trip, though, um, while Lyra's distracted and those two are holding the gate, I would like to uh, try and be as quiet as possible and detach his skull and please shove that in my backpack. Okay, make a stealth check. 18. 18. You guys tell me what your characters are doing. At this point, she's brought all these items up. Are you really paying attention to what Eclipse is doing down there, or are you more concerned with the items? My thoughts are, especially if she's ferrying items back and forth, I, I mean, by the by the second or third trip, watching her down in a pit is not novel to me anymore. Right. So I'm not watching her every movement. If she had 
you know, a just terrible shit stealth roll, like, and maybe like drop something or something, Matume might look down. But I, I realistically yeah, what I, don't. What think I'm asking that. is, you know, if you're watching her, yeah. make a perception check. If you're not, I just want your regular, like, your base perception. So, like, 10 plus your perception monitor, plus your perception modifier so just like a passive perception yeah your passive perception that would take me up to 14 ikmer would probably be actually like paying attention paying attention so he'll roll that or he'll see what he sees two on the die means (laughs) that you are pretty stealthy and honestly he's the only one that could actually look and see what eclipse is doing oh that's a good point so the other two of you would really only be able to hear and it seems like Ikmer's not really paying attention. So, yes, you can put that in your bag. Uh, make a perception check in the bottom before you leave. Okay. Be sure to check the bottom. Uh, natural one. Okay. You, uh, you're kind of busy. You're busy taking parts of the lopper. So... Um, you don't really notice anything else. I mean, you found a bunch of items, so you're pretty pleased. Yeah, and I mean, after the last, uh, like, you know, after the last trip up, probably just say, Lear, I think we got everything. Can you just double check there's nothing else magical that I left? Yeah, she would attempt to detect magic in the pit. You detect nothing. Okay. She would have started then to, like, split out the magical items so we can actually pay attention to those. So you see that the heavy mace, magical. This strange stone, magical. The armor, magical. And then these vials, these three vials are magical. Am I getting some spellcrafts? Am I getting some... You touching them? Oh, you know, I'm going to hold that stone. Okay, you hold the stone. You don't get any distinct visions from it but it, it's treated as if you passed a, a spellcraft check correct correct so you know that it's a stone of alarm so i know what the the spell alarm means but what's a stone of alarm it's like a stone with a persistent alarm spell cast on it so oh, that's awesome it's kind of like say you were Sleeping in the warden's office, for instance, mm-hmm. and you wanted to put it. By the, you wanted to put it by really the door. Crazy situation. You want to put it by the door to make sure yeah. the door doesn't open while you're asleep. It's one of those things where, you know, there's one entrance to this room. The alarm spell is going to go off if somebody comes into this room. Yeah, I like that. So it's a it's a pretty cool item. Um, if you make like a knowledge, like a knowledge local or a history check. History it is. If anybody, I mean... Natural 20? Okay, you definitely know, like, this is definitely something pilfered from, like, the guards' supplies. A stone of alarm is, is something that that prisons would have, that this prison in particular would have. So it, it seems like the lopper may have found some sort of guard cache, and that's why he's so well-equipped. I, like, that would take me a full minute. So if you guys would be doing any kind of other... Yeah, if, if like, yeah. Lyra wants to be... <sighs> those vials? Natural 20? Natural 20. Nice. Those Good are job. three filters of Cure Moderate Wounds. Now, remember that filters act as two potions. So you have three of them, but it's essentially six Cure Moderate Wounds. <sighs> we really needed that. Anybody else doing anything, or is Eclipse grabbing the next item at this point? So uh, I think Eclipse would, could probably just keep going. I mean, six. I, why roll a spellcraft if she could just do it automatically? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like I could grab the uh, armor if Lyra just wants to do the mace, so it's like concurrent. Sure. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll do the armor. So there is a door and smaller room. Uh, I guess. In the middle of the cell block and the main prison area downstairs, mm-hmm. uh, Ikmer would try to go into that room and, I guess, investigate. Okay, make a perception check when you get in there. 
Eight. You could tell that it's a guard room. Within it, you see a table surrounded by a few rickety chairs. Uh, there's a couple of, like, moldy cots. But with an eight, that's pretty much all you you gather from this room. You, you, you think, like, okay, this doesn't look like a cell. This looks like maybe where guards would have been. And you know that this is where that flaming skeleton came out of. Okay. The one, the headless one. Ooh, does that mean he was a guard? Well, based on uh, Eclipse's vision and the skull found at the bottom of the pet. Could be. But Ickmer definitely doesn't know that. Oh, I'm just putting that that together. That was that dude's skull. Yeah. Oh. Ickmer might take a little while, but. That's cool. I figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys piece that together really quick? No. Okay, so. Uh, So Ickmer would then turn to the group and be like, "Uh, nothing here, but. A couple of beds and, uh, looks like a table for poker. Alright. With, with Lyra and Eclipse doing other object reading and stuff, Matuma is just going to do some, like, quick, easy checks of these, of the cells. Just nothing, probably, probably just like my passive 14 for everything. Like nothing, he's, he's yeah, not nothing like, like, he's not particularly looking. No, just kind of peeking his head in to see if there's anything wacky. He really, I mean, they're empty. Yeah. They, well, I imagine he examines like one and then kind of gets like the gist then, on yeah. a couple of them. So maybe do one roll. Sure. I will go ahead and do one roll and change out my D20. See what that does for me. Good things. Apparently that's a 22. 22. The sky blue D20. You can tell that this lock looks like it was it's like scratched all over mm-hmm. kind of like well I think Matumbe is intelligent enough to intuit that that a lock would only be this scratched if like a bunch of different keys were tried yeah th- okay that makes sense and and I think as he kind of looks around now that he's kind of looked at one cell and is looking at that he kind of sees that for a couple of the cells he looks back and he does notice that like one of the things Eclipse has brought up is a ring of keys. In my knowledge of all the prison shows I've seen, there's a a riot and a prisoner runs in with a thing of key. A prisoner runs in with a thing of keys and starts trying to unlock all his buddies. Probably. Yep. Makes sense. So this is now the what second ring of keys we've got. Fucking lot of keys. Yep, you got some keys. These are tier two keys. Mm. A B rank key. So the armor, that is what you were. The armor is plus one studded leather armor. Are you spellcrafting the mace? Yes. And I got a 20. Oh, then you know that is a plus one heavy mace. And I shit you not. Despite Lyra using that, that is in the book verbatim. Amazing. Yeah, I think Lyra's going to keep that one. Yeah, yeah. She she definitely knows it's better quality than what she's currently using. You found a bunch of stuff, but you have identified the magical stuff. Why don't you make an appraise check on the other stuff real quick? And you guys can just do, like, honestly, for this one, if, if Matumbe and Eclipse want to roll... We'll take the higher roll and and aid the other one. Like the other person, if they aid, they can aid. I got a natural one, so... All right. I got a 14. I got a natural 19. That's a 22. Cool. Okay, so you know that the crossbow that was brought up is a masterwork heavy crossbow. Oh, and then you have the longsword. You know that is also a masterwork longsword. Okay. Very cool. And you have the Ring of Keys. It's, it's been a good day, guys. Got a good haul. So you guys, yeah, yeah, you found a lot by going down there. Glad one of you had rope. You probably, like, untie the rope and take it back with you, I'm assuming. Yes, definitely. Uh, and again, if you, are, if, you become, if you start to become over-encumbered, you have this big old bag of holding that can pretty much hold. I mean, it's not nearly full with what you guys are putting it. So. Exactly. And I was thinking about untying... Or climbing up the rope from the main area to the upstairs, or I guess like to the main floor, and then just waiting up there 
for you guys, but I'm glad you had rope. Oh, you were going to climb up, drop the rope down? And then, yeah, and yeah, then sit and wait out. for oh. it, and then wait for it up top so that... That's a good idea. Like, yeah, it's actually a pretty good that's idea. That's a pretty good idea. But, um, I mean, but yeah, you had some rope. So, so you guys found all that. What's the plan now? Uh, wait, real quick. Who wants that armor? Mine's. I have skill mail on already. So. Right. Well, what's the armor bonus off that? Plus four. Plus four. And I'm assuming it's medium. Um. Uh, yeah. No, it's oh. it's studded leather. Yeah. Plus one medium. Like size studded oh, oh, leather. Yeah, yeah. No Matumbe. It is extra extra small. I thought you meant medium armor. I was like that's, leather armor is <laughs> well, that, that's actually what I was asking. Yeah, no no no. It's, it's light armor. Okay. Um oh. I I don't need it. I have I have a I have my horn armor that's given me a plus five. I have armor that's a plus four, but I guess I can't wear it. You can get it resized. You can't wear it right now, but right. I mean, like a dude in town can resize that for you very quickly. Just get a little water on it, and let it shrink, shrink to it, your body. Shrink it up. Yeah, <laughs> Just well. swim with it. Have Lear swim with it for a while in that like dank pool of water. <laughs> oh. I can make six gallons of clean water right now. So just we don't need don't. the gross water. <laughs> Dump water. So I imagine Eclipse will hold on to that and sure. resize it if you guys go back to town. Why not? Yeah, we'll throw that in the bag of holding, I think. And, and Lear is holding the heavy mace. The stone of alarm will be useful to you guys, you know. And then who's taking the potions? Is Lear taking all of them, or do you want to, like... Uh, I, I don't know that that's a great idea. Usually I, not. Yeah, I can cast the right. healing, so I feel like you all could take one and then drink it yourself just in case I'm not there, and you run down a hallway, and you're alone, and you're bleeding out. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, why you looking, yeah, fun. why are you looking at really fun. <laughs> Considering that, that Lyra has a lot of healing ability, and we essentially have six potions, it's three three files, or, right? That's it, filters. Filters. Um, three filters. I, I think we go one, 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 Eclipse, Matumbe, Ick. That sounds good. And remember, you can do that, like, full-round action to drink the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get the, you know, 4D8 plus 4. I think that's what it is. Um, Cool, cool. Okay, so if you guys are leaving, which I assume you're doing, unless you're continuing to explore if you've healed up, it's up to you. The day is young. Actually, weirdly enough, you guys kind of, you rested in the warden's office. You came downstairs kind of in the morning, and as much time as it feels like has passed, it's probably only been like an hour. I mean, if you think about climbing down took 30 seconds to a minute, if you're Matumbe, five minutes. It's about five minutes. <laughs> the combat in the in the room with the water with the ectoplasms took you know thirty seconds. Same with the skeleton fight. Same with the fight against the the headless skeleton and the lopper fight. Maybe took a minute, minute and a half. Then you guys are doing all this stuff in this room that maybe takes fifteen minutes. You really have only been down here maybe an hour. Yeah, I, to be honest, I I mean, if we wanted to drink one or two or both of the filters right now, we could definitely, I think I could bang out another cell block. I, I, I think what we should do is go back upstairs. We're, we will have to pound some filters because uh, a rest isn't going to cut it, but we should probably rest up and the eight hour rest doesn't have to be eight hours of sleeping it's eight hours of taking it easy and praying and all that stuff but I mean we're out of abilities we're out of Lyra healing we're out of my shitty spells no I I agree like Lyra is tapped out of spells I don't know how Eclipse is on spells but she used a couple Matumbe might be okay I don't know you use protection from evil and yeah like I use spells that are helpful but not like 
my character's clearly not built around spell casting, but I'd rather have him than not have him. Do you normally uh, use protection? Nope. <laughs> I only use I only I've only ever used protection in one encounter. If you've been listening to the show, lady. Well, you made her use protection. You didn't use it. <laughs> oh. Ladies, he's... <laughs> God damn it. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> carrying crowd. Okay, so... Hashtag Steve's ready for a baby. All I need to know is, are you continuing <laughs> down here? Are you continuing on in this basement? Or are you heading upstairs? Lyra would definitely push for heading upstairs. She is completely drained and probably really feeling the like oppressive power of the prison because she has no more spells. She cannot inspire courage anymore. And she just feels like she'd be fairly useless at this point if she was to continue on. And it would just be a hazard to the group. Okay. But she has a plus one heavy mace now, so. That's pretty sweet. Evil denizens, look out. Yeah, I would die so fast if I was standing next to someone. (laughs) All right, uh... (laughs) I mean, so what does Lyra really say not. then to like convince the group? I really need to rest. I think in the next rooms, we'll need to be at our full strength. If they're anything like this one, there's still four more spirits out there, and I'm sure they're just as strong as the Lopper. Ikmer almost died, and the rest of us weren't faring so well either. If I'm not fully ready I think I'll just pull everybody down I I agree I, I think I need some time with my thoughts I would also like to consult the lady uh, that sounds good to me majority rules and all so I am uh, gonna take Lyra's advice to heart and Staying alive a little bit and protecting the pack, but I think resting is a good idea, and I can lead the way. Okay. So if we start walking out of there, can Matumi's going to hold Lyra back a little bit? Okay. He's get, he just has something quick he wants to say. Lyra. Quickie. Jesus. Protection from evil. <laughs> Not cast. <laughs> oh boy. Um, here we go. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Uh, so, so Matumbe will say, Lyra, I do believe in balance in all things. And you ask something of me, I would like to ask something of you. Is that acceptable? Of course. If I am to perish here before you, read the last page in my book and then burn it. And then he walks away. Oh, ominous. Very cool. I like it. I also thought it was pretty funny that you approached Lyra. You guys were the only ones talking to each other. And you still asked, can I ask you a question? He's polite. (laughs) You guys were already talking. He's polite. (laughs) So you guys head into the room filled with water. And... You remember, because Ikmer read all the plaques, you head into Hell's basement. The water reaches your calves, then then your waist, and you see that your rope is still dangling there. You climb. It's an easy climb. I'm not going to make you roll for it, I imagine. You all take your time at this point. You're you're hurting and you probably you know take a 10 and climb and get out you enter the training room once again with the dummies you look at them and and it's just you've been through so much in this prison they just look like targets like like you realize how stupid this whole prison was you realize how like these guards thought they had these things under control they thought they could keep the prisoners down with this like display of power 
and you realize they were wrong. You walk through the room with the cold spot. You run. Ikmer, your sword is warm. Oh, oh my goodness. This, well, I, I almost didn't believe it, but you know what, guys? The sandal of... The sandal of my horn is is warm. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! I, I just am so excited. You make it through the doors. You see, all of the doors are open, even the one leading to the outside. Make a perception check. Another natural one. Good job. Wow, you got that Steve luck. I, got I rolled a- so many 20s and then all ones. 15 total. 19. 16 total. Okay. 15 and above. Sorry, Eclipse. You hear buzzing. And you hear this haunting tune. And it sounds like it's coming from above you. You look up. It sounds muffled by the ceiling, maybe. It's this just dirge playing these these pipes. Lear grabs the flute and makes sure that it's not, like, harmonizing to the music. It's not making any sound. Okay. You hear this, and the front door is open. Do you leave? As a player, I think we should do our best to lock it and keep it closed. As a character, Ikmer wouldn't know any better. (laughs) I mean, it's been closed this whole time. It's open now. It's our opportunity to leave and maybe buy stuff that we need to rest up at Kendra's place instead of staying at the warden's office. But also meta knowledge, you know, that seems a little too good to be true. You can hear it. Upstairs. Yeah. We're not upstairs. That's that's the like the second level of the prison. Yeah, I just there's those balconies and shit. I think Lyra would be on the same page, like the allure of leaving the prison and kind of getting out of all of the craziness would uh, sound really great. And also, she is pretty curious about how the uh, flute works that she got. So she would be kind of interested in maybe testing it out, too, if there's sturges around. I think to, to build on that, if we hear this... The, this spirit or this wraith or this uh, this this ghost playing an instrument upstairs and we can hear Sturge's buzz buzzing upstairs and the door's open, we'd be like, no, we can't handle another giant encounter. We should actually just leave. I think we should just rest. If we leave, we are leaving it vulnerable to escaping for everyone that was in there escaping. Well, you know that, I mean, your characters would all know that Vissoriana is keeping it at bay, but she has a timeline. Like she's keeping the spirits pretty much contained, but once her name is spelled out, she's gone. Maybe we do give up this opportunity and just go back to the warden's office. Not leave, just rest up. I'm going to put it to a vote. And if it's tied, then we'll roll a dice. How's that? Sure. Uh, Those in favor of leaving, say aye. 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 (laughs) That's a tie vote, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to roll a d6. Odds. You leave, evens you stay. You leave. 
we're all dead. And as you leave, and I imagine you leave in a hurry hearing this, you look back and you see from the balcony this figure. Emaciated looking, wreathed in shadow with Sturge's buzzing around it and one very large Sturge and you hear this dirge playing and as you flee from the prison the figure waves at you And I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, I knew it. Tess. <laughs>